Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. That's right. It's now time for Market View, where we take a look at how the Singapore stock market closed for the day, the biggest movers, sectors and companies to watch. But first, a quick recap of how we started the day. Well, Singapore shares dipped today, even as global markets rallied the previous day. In early trade, the Straits Times Index was down 0.2% to 3,213 points after some 19 million securities changed hands in the broader market. Now, off to the closing numbers, the benchmark S. STI closed down 0.12%. We're looking at 3,214 points. In terms of value turnover, that's 655 million Sing dollars. Now, gainers outnumbered losers, though, 279 versus 253. Top advances for the day, Venture Core, iFast and Capital Core. And top decliners, Jardin Cycle and Carriage, NSL and DBS. Now, in terms of companies to watch, we do have Olam Group because the group denied allegations made in recent media reports about its Nigerian unit and its subsidiaries being involved in a multi-billion dollar fraud. Now elsewhere, Alibaba's group focused on AI and user experience and the surprise move by former CEO Daniel Zhang to leave the company over the weekend remained in focus. And not to mention Pfizer, BioNTech and Moderna receiving the US FDA's authorization for their updated COVID-19 vaccines. Now lots to watch and we are joined in the studio by Matthias Chan, Head of Research at SAC Capital. Matt, welcome to the show. Hi, Tintin. Delighted to be here. Great to have you. And let's start with the usuals, right? How did the Singapore stock market fare today? Any surprises when it comes to the biggest movers? Yeah, volume value-wise, a um, bit thin today, you know, lower than the usual $1 billion mm-hmm. uh, US dollars. Uh, like to uh, focus on um, the bigger um, decliners as well as the uh, outperformers. Um, you have your... Uh, IFAS still are doing quite well as it continues to reflect the takeover of Money Owl's right. portfolio. Um, you also have Venture doing uh, decently today. His race uh, to buy at DBS, but ta- uh, target price 15 uh, spot 4-0. Samcorp Industries uh, also move inching up as they clinch the uh, gas sales agreement at uh, West Natuna, Indonesia. Uh, on the flip side, you have NSL, a big mm. move down, only to reflect the uh, dividends that has been uh, that has gone X today at 40 cents. Right. And let's zoom in on some of the companies to watch, Matt. We do have Olam Group because the group denied allegations made in recent media reports about its Nigerian unit and its subsidiaries being involved in this multi-billion dollar fraud. Now, the board, however, has directed the audit committee to conduct a review of the matter. Now, question is, how would you then read into this and how significant is this as far as investor confidence is concerned? Yeah, uh, clearly has been damaging over the over the few days. Since the allegation, $400 million uh, have been wiped out from the market cap. That's 8% mm. of our total. So it's important to note that uh, audit has been called for and management right from the start has already come up and say, uh, that they uh, they have categorically categorically denied these allegations. So I mean, if it comes to pass and the allegations are unfounded, then investors who have kept faith, bought over the last two days, they will be well rewarded. Right, and let's take a look at what's happening around the world. Matt, uh, Alibaba Group in focus today. Its CEO Eddie Wu said the firm will put AI and user experience at the top of its priority list. And this comes, if we look at the timing, right, just days after former CEO Daniel Zhang, who was 
then tasked to head Alibaba's key cloud intelligence group, unexpectedly quit over the weekend. Any thoughts on the timing of the matter? And what do they mean for the IPO of Alibaba's cloud intelligence unit, perhaps? Yeah, I think the writing could have been on the wall as far back as June when it was announced that the ex-CEO, Zhang, will relinquish the CEO chairman position uh, to focus on the cloud business. Highly unusual move to move from that position and just to be looking after a, uh, a small, uh, just a unit, albeit a very important unit. Uh, already the cloud unit was struggling with weak top line, so Chang was already swimming against the tide. Mm. Right? Just today, Oracle announced weaker cloud uh, sales growth. So now the new group CEO, Wu, he will have his job uh, cut out for him. And the publicly declared IPO that you mentioned about of the uh, cloud unit, it's uh, expected mid of next year. Anybody's guess whether it will come to pass. Now, if you're just tuning in, we're now speaking to Matthias Chan, head of research at SAC Capital. Uh, elsewhere, Matt, let's take a look at what's happening in the US, the FDA authorizing updated COVID-19 vaccines from Pfizer-BioNTech and Moderna that target a recently circulating Omicron variant. Now, how do you think this will affect, again, confidence in both firms? And not to mention that Novavax is still under review. So to what extent will Novavax lose out in that race? Uh, I think I think we uh, use history uh, to see how the share price can perform. We take a look at the share prices, uh, performance of these pharma companies during the COVID years. After the euphoria from the initial vaccine somewhere in uh, 2020, 21 by Pfizer and Moderna. Actually, it's in 21. So the share prices have since floundered. Mm-hmm. Even the updated, if you recall, the bivariant uh, boosters mm-hmm. was introduced in 2022. If you look at the share prices of all these pharma companies, it still continue to weaken. Uh, so it has failed to reignite the stock. So while this latest booster is good news, naturally, you know, for, for the human race, I think that the market will still see it as a business as usual. Mm-hmm. and is likely to be uh, so for future boosters. Hmm. But do you think that maybe Novavax might be lagging behind in this regard though? Yeah, it, it will be. But nevertheless, you know, it will still join in the game. And uh, I think what's more important is that after the initial booster, when uh, there is all this excitement, oh, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that for future uh, boosters, it will uh, help them to maintain earnings, but is no longer uh, the, the, the sort of kicker that we see in 2021. Right. And let's talk a little bit more about Nike before we let you go, Matt. More than a dozen investors, they're calling on Nike to pay garment workers in Cambodia and Thailand ahead of its annual shareholder meeting today. Any significant impact on the firm and how do you think this will shape conversations at that shareholder meeting? Sure. I mean, uh, well, morals aside, you know, we're here here to speak the numbers and also the Mm -hmm. impact. Uh, on the company's share price. A global company that outsources the manufacturing of uh, its products will encounter such issues from time to time, that, that's for sure. So not to make light of it, you know, but for perspective, the demand is for um, US $2 million mm-hmm. in unpaid wages versus annual revenue of $51 billion, uh, net profit of $5 billion for, uh, for Nike. So the impact will be minimal if mm-hmm. uh, not neg- uh, negligible. All right, exciting days indeed as far as markets are concerned. Thanks a lot, Matt. That was Matthias Chan, Head of Research at SAC Capital. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.